You're listening to the Touch of Flavor podcast 130. You're talking about putting your fuck parts in my head where my brain lives. You know, in nature, only a handful of creatures mate for life. But isn't that like cheating? We can't do this 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Why not? The safety word is banana. It is so refreshing to be with someone who likes to fuck outside the box. This is the Touch of Flavor podcast. Dating and relationship advice by kinksters for kinksters. Join us as we tackle BDSM, sex, non-monogamy, and how to build extraordinary relationships in an ordinary world. And now your hosts, Cassie and Rigel. All right, everybody. So... Yeah, no, we're not really going to do a host chat today. We just wanted to take the time, jump in, and bring you an, aw- an interview with just two really awesome people who we had the honor and privilege of serving here recently, and just really talk about this idea, this concept of a, a day zero. Because like for so many of you, you're at a point where like maybe stuff's been rough, and you know there's a lot of history, there's a lot of stuff that builds up, and it could seem like... You know, every time you argue or you get into something, not only is that, you know, the, the suffering and the hurt feelings and stuff from that, right? But then you just take all of the ammo from that into the next time, right? And it's just this vicious cycle where you just like keep piling up more and more grenades to kind of throw at each other as you go. And, you know, I just want to kind of ask you as we're going into this interview, you know, what would it be like? to have a day zero, like to completely reset, to put the arguments and the history behind you and actually like move forward from a new place. Like what would that be like for you? And that is exactly what Chris and Lily did, right? Is they decided to make their relationship have a day zero. And we're going to talk a bit with them and you're going to get to hear about their relationship and their journey. You know, Chris discovered he was non-monogamous. Lely is actually monogamous. And they were able to work through all of that and be able to go to a place now where they have really been able to put all of that struggle that they were facing behind them. Because when you're able to do that and you're able to put the past behind you, that's when you're in a place you can really move forward as a team, which is what we all want, right? To be in that spot, we're able to approach the challenges, whether they're life, whether they are the non-monogamy, just as a challenge that life's throwing us, that we're going to work together and solve together as a team, right? And that's what Chris and Lally did. We're going to talk about how they did that and how you can do that. So I think without further ado, let's hop in. Yeah. Let's bring you the amazing Chris and Lally. Right, everybody. So today we're talking to the amazing Chris and Lily. It's awesome to see you two again. It's not like it's been that long, but no. still, it's awesome to see you two again. And you're in one spot, which is also awesome. Like so often the times we've seen you two, you had to be like Chris to call it in from work and you called in from home. Yeah. yeah. That is awesome. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to talk to you because you two have such an amazing story and you've been such amazing clients. So let's kind of jump in. And we'll go deeper into things, but just to start off, just kind of introduce yourselves. You wouldn't mind like how long you've been together, how you met, and we'll kind of go from there. Okay. Um, We've been together for 15 years. Um, We actually met, uh, if y'all remember the whole time before instant messengers, there were the uh, um, the Yahoo chat rooms. We met on Yahoo chat room, Pennsylvania 16. (laughs) (laughs) it started off as a conversation of like hey care to chat he he was uh he's the first guy i ever gave my phone number to online and he's been the last so (laughs) when right first guy you gave your phone number to online he turned out to be a reasonable human and like not a stalker so that's definitely a win (laughs) yeah But um, no, yeah, the story is uh, we went from there and then we met 
We met at Thanksgiving time, got engaged at Christmas, and we're married the following December. Yep. Well, January was when our daughter was born. So it was like a whole big whirlwind of everything. So uh, that's awesome. And you've got you've got quite a few little ones now, right? Yes. Yeah, we have four. Four. I was that's one thing I love when you talk about is we got one thing I loved so much was watching you as you went through and you you two learned things like taking some of the tools and stuff you learned back to your kids and watching that that was uh that was absolutely amazing. Our so, youngest actually just and what else somebody at school the other day <laughs> because they had an argument on the playground and he was like I can see you're mad. Do you need to talk? And the kids started talking and he was like, and what else? And the teacher actually told me about it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, it worked. (laughs) I love that so much. Yeah, so many times, you know, we talk to, you know, our, our past clients. And one of the things that they say is like, I go back and I teach some of this stuff to my kids. And I apply it, you know, with them and then they get to see how their communication and how they're showing up in all of their relationships, not just their romantic relationships, but all of their relationships and how that's impacting them as parents. So, um, yeah, it's always it's always awesome hearing those stories. Like, guys, I don't know how to express to y'all how much me and Lely appreciate y'all, you two, Amanda. (laughs) how much love and mad respect we have for y'all and what y'all do. Like words aren't the, enough. Yeah. The, there's, there's not enough words to describe it, to be very, very honest about it. And the information that y'all provide, it doesn't just apply to romantic relationships. It literally applies to every aspect of your life and is a completely life-changing course. Honest to God. And it doesn't just apply to poly relationships either, because I'm like as far from poly as he is into it. So it (laughs) but it it really does make a huge difference. Even like with my coworkers, they they have seen my interactions where yeah, where things got kind of heated, but how in the with using the tools that I learned in MOR was able to come to mutual agreements with my bosses and coworkers where neither one of us could come to, it was a complete stalemate in conversation, but we were able to actually work through that stalemate into a mutual, mutual amicable, positive situation all thanks to the the stuff that's that y'all teach honest to god it's it's life-changing it really really is josh cassie thank you that's that's so awesome to hear you know one of the things that i think and, and it's um say the say the secret right but like you know one of the things that that's so cool about you know, getting on a journey of really, truly transforming a relationship is that the only way that that happens is when we grow as people in them, right? Like we grow as who we are and how we're able to approach things and our communication just in, in, in that person that we're able to show up and be right. And that definitely is something that holds and bleeds through and shows up in the other other areas of our life. And Chris, I know you were telling me that um, you had like somebody that like just a random friend of yours who, who approached you or like a random acquaintance or something like that. Wasn't it? We, we were chatting a little while ago who was like, yeah, like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was completely well. And honestly, like she's now possibly becoming uh, my submissive, but where me and her, prior interactions like we just couldn't jive at all whatsoever and then she randomly hit me up and we started talking again and she was like what is going on with all 
that like this, you just, the way you're showing up is completely different. And like, God, Cassie, Josh, I, I wish you like, honest to God, there's not words. There's, not. there's really not words that I can actually put to explain the differences that y'all's program makes. Like, uh, you're gonna get me. You get me choked up. <laughs> uh, let, let's let, let's let's jump in a little bit. Let's jump in a little bit. So so just can you tell us a little bit about where you were at, like before you came to us, like kind of a little bit of not, not the big backstory when it happened, but just a little bit of like, kind of like, it was what not happened to bring you to that point and where you two were at. It, um, it was not good. Um, there was divorce was on the table, uh, but we yeah. couldn't, uh, I couldn't face that. I, that was not an option for me. He didn't want that either. And we were like, okay, so are we just going to live ugly with each other the rest of our lives or what's going on? And now it's, I mean, furthest thing from my mind, furthest thing from his too, I think. No, yeah, definitely. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, I, I came through, I was very, 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 very self-centered and not communicative of what my needs were and really even expressing concern for anybody else. Like it, it wasn't necessarily that my mind wasn't there, but I never expressed it to anybody. I never put myself in a relationship. If that makes sense. I just, I didn't know how to give that. I, and, and my personal self-worth, what just, it wasn't where it should have been. So I ended up taking everything and giving nothing back. And that's completely not the case. That's not the no. case anymore. Yeah. Our dresser's still cleaned off, Cassie. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. We'll talk about that, that in a second. So with that, you know, and, and one of the things that I, you know, I'll, I'll just kind of put a point in is that, you know, this is a, this is a, a common problem that couples have, right? Is that we don't learn how to love and show love and show up in a way in our relationships where we are valuing ourselves and we're valuing our partners, right? Like we come to the table, not necessarily having that. There isn't like a good playbook for, for romance, right? No. Well, and, then, and then on top of that, you two are in a place that, that a, a chunk of our, our clients are where Chris, you're polyamorous and Lolly, that was, as you said, that was the, the furthest thing from. Yeah. Right. And you two had tried navigating that before, I think, with not a lot of success. Not, Is that right? Yeah, it was, it was not, not good. successful. How long had you two been trying to navigate that difference? Like, how long had that come up for? And we've been three trying years? to navigate that. It was about three it years. It was about three years. And I did really like his last girlfriend, the one that he ended up breaking up with during uh, MOR that I, I remember he talked about with y'all a little bit. And um, thanks to y'all and your extra little bit of coaching, I was actually able to be there for him and show up in a, in a helpful way. So that was, that was good. But now he's on to, um, he's just talking to several people now and I'm just like, okay, I'm here. If you need me, I'll be a wingman, but um, <laughs> you know, I'm not just going to be here to babysit. You're taking me on dates too. And, he cracks me up because he's like, I'm doing this on Saturday. And I'm like, nope, we're doing this. And then you can do that because, you know, our role is family comes first. So. Mm -hmm. Lily, I love it. And I'm hearing you talk about your wants and needs a little strongly now, right? Yes. yes, that is awesome. So I would be interested in you talking about kind of where you were at. Because like Chris talked about where he was, what was the big challenge for you? Like, I know you had a lot of fear when you started. I, I did. I am. Um, I just had to kind of 
push past it a little bit in a way of like, okay, you know what, if he's going to yell, if we're going to argue, it's just going to happen, but I need to do this. And I need to actually be able to show up for myself, for the kids, for him. And I need to do this. And I realized, you know, with his changes and me being willing to take those steps, even in fear that it could get even like 10 times better. So, I mean, right before talking to you, me and the kids threw together supper and he was out working on stuff and like, we're planning swimming after this and it's like a whole big mess, but we're, we're making it work because we're being a team. And now it doesn't matter which way that things get done as long as they get done and we can all succeed. I want to, I want to come back to that being a team because that is a huge part of the way that you two have shown up through this process. But Lolly, I'm going to, I'm going to bump you a little bit on Cassie's question, which is before, right? Like before you two came here, when stuff was going kind of South, Chris talked a lot about kind of how that was impacting him. But for you, like, how was that impacting you day to day? Where you I, two were I shut you? down. I had like completely shut down. I was like, okay, do what you want. I don't care. I'm going to take care of the house and the kids and, you know, we'll argue about it later. I don't care anymore. And now I voice my opinion half the time. It works out very, very well. The other half, you know, we need to have further discussions and, but it, it gets, it gets out and things are doing so much better. I can feel myself having a personality again. And Chris, for you, like, I'm curious for you, like, why was it so important? Like, you know, when, when stuff was going rough, because, you know, so so many people just kind of like give up there, right? And like, oh, this is what it is, or we'll break up, or we'll just live, keep living like this. Like, for you, why was it so important to fix the relationship and get to a place, to get to the place that you're at now? Well, largely because of the fact that I love my family and I love Lily. And it was never that I didn't love her. It was, I didn't know how to show up the way I needed to. I never, I never put in my side of the argument. I never put in my side of the fight. Or my side of the positive. And like I was saying the other day, one of the big struggles that I had was was actually slowing down enough to do that. And for me, effort is slowing down. Like, because if not, I'll run 90 miles a minute and just keep going. So it was really slowing down and learning how to communicate properly and not having to do it by myself. Which goes back to that whole team that the two of you are, are, are really, you know, striving to always be now. Mm-hmm. And what did you two remind me? Like, what had you two tried to fix things before you came here? What did we you tried two separation. Come? We tried not talking uh, for about two weeks. We tried therapy. We tried books. We tried counseling, which is, you know, the, the church version of it. We tried um, him just not being Polly, and that just wasn't an option. Because, <laughs> I mean, I I would prefer him to be poly and proud to be himself than him to be miserable the rest of his life. And um, we tried me, you know, getting to know his girlfriends and having like some sort of relationship with that. And that wasn't, uh, no, n- n- no, that didn't work. <laughs> I, I have a friendship with his girlfriends now. And there's like a healthy level of respect. And like, you know, we we each make sure that each other's stuff is met, if that makes sense. Like, um, her important dates are, I make sure are, we don't have other things going on. Our important stuff, like my doctors or anything, we make sure that she doesn't have anything going on. So like, we just kind of, we're, we're all kind of a unit, but we're 
I'm not in the relationship. That's awesome. And you said something that's really important too, Lily, which is you didn't want to see Chris be miserable. And this is, you know, I, we have this conversation with a lot of people, right? Where it's when, when you're in the situation where you've been monogamous, where that's the ground rules that you've laid out, that's what you've agreed to. And now you're in, you know, X number of years and somebody realizes that that's not where they're at, right? Like it's always a super difficult situation. Um, and so often, you know, like we like to say with people, like there's kind of the three options at that point, which is like, you know, you break up, right? Because you're like, we're not compatible or, you know, you try and fix things, which is what you two did. Or the other option is, is you sit on things un until something gives. And a lot of times people are like, well, why does something give eventually? And the reason is exactly what you said, which is if you're at that point where being non-monogamous is, is truly a part of yourself. And I'm not saying like, you know, like, hey, like, it would be fun to go do that. Like, that would be exciting. But like, if you're somebody, you know, and especially like, you know, we talked to some people who like, it's been years, like, if it's been years at this point, it's not going away. Right. Yeah. And any time that you have a need like that, and it could be not monogamy, but it could be something being monogamous, right? It could be not getting enough time or, you know, not feeling heard or, you know, the sex or whatever, but anytime you're in that spot where you have a need that just you need and you need and you need, and it continues to go unfulfilled, 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 right? Eventually you get to that place of like being miserable and being resentful. And that's why it's so important. Like when folks are in this, the place that you were in to, to gather, find a path to work forward instead of like shoving it down and hoping it goes away. Because the problem is, like I said, if it's been a little while and you know, you're a year or two into this and it's not going away, it's not going away. Right. Yeah. And if you want to move forward. You have to find some way to address that. So as far as I know, you, you said you tried therapy, you tried counseling. I'm just curious for you to like, why do you think that didn't get you to where you needed to go? Was it just, it wasn't, it like didn't help with the polyamory. Was it, there wasn't enough uh, guidance with it and it, you were more just like venting at each other. Was it something else? Well, the one, the one counselor actually recommended a divorce and we were like, mm, that's not going to fix us. That's going to separate us. And we don't want that. Uh, another therapist did the whole not talking for two weeks thing. And we were just like, these methods are not working for us as people. Cause he's still my best friend, regardless if we were together or not. I mean, I'm still going to talk to the man every day. The kids are still going to see him every day. I mean, mm -hmm. we have a routine with the kids every night where they call and say good night to daddy, even when he's at work. So, I mean, it's like it's that we're, we're stuck together and I'd prefer to fight with him side by side than fight with him against each other the rest of my life. If that's what it took. And it's that that's largely it. And one of the, one of the big stuff is uh, like me personally, how do you, the, something that I struggled with that really ate me up for a long time was how do you express, Hey, listen, this is how I feel about polyamory. This is how I, this is a need that I want. This is something that I struggle with on a daily basis. And I don't talk about because, Hey, from my growing up, it's wrong. Mm. Even though, and, and being told that. And like, hey, this is not this is not right. The, the, you shouldn't feel this way. You shouldn't know. Well, you know what? No, that's that's not wrong. That's okay. And you know what? That took a lot of self acceptance to get to that point. Be like, you know what? Because I have these feelings, doesn't mean I'm a bad person. Doesn't mean I'm a bad partner. Doesn't mean I can have to be a bad husband or a bad dad. It just means. I have to put in a lot of effort to get my needs met. I was going to say, and also a lot of effort to make sure that the people that you love and care about get their needs met as well. Exactly. And so it, it takes a lot. It really, really does. And now I'm, I'm actually putting forth that effort. Now I'm not going to say that I'm perfect because by all means, <laughs> we all still struggle. 
uh, <laughs> like that every once in a while I will do my damnedest to try to slow down and I still wind up slipping and forgetting stuff and like, Hey, well, wait a second. Yeah. I'd, I'd... That's true. But there's also times like tomorrow where I'm too nervous to drive six hours away and you're willing to spend the day in the car with me and the kids just to help me with my anxieties. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's, he's getting pretty good at it. I <laughs> I'll give him that he's getting pretty damn good at it. How, how has it, and we, we, we can just, I'm going to, I'm going to skip to this for a second, but like, cause you know, this is one thing that has been amazing watching you two, but how has that teamwork between you two changed? Because that's something we've gotten to see uh, kind of day in and day out since you've been here and you've, well, you've done an amazing job. Instead of now, it's just my to-do list. Cause I, I, I'm a visual person. I have to mark it off and you know, everything <laughs> I do that every night before I go to bed. And now it's part of our routine um, during one of his breaks at work, we make our to-do list for the next day and we figure it out together instead of just, hey, you're going to do this and I'm going to do that. And it's like, okay, no, what do we need to work on together? What do we need to do separate so that we can have the most amount of time as a couple, as a family or him on a date or have his time with his girlfriends? So. And it. it- it sounds kind of, I know this is going to sound kind of strange, but it seems like since I've slowed down, I seem to get more done. Like I used to run around like a chicken with my head cut off and never be able to actually get anything completed because it was just always run, 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 run. I've got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do that. Blah, blah, blah. But now it seems like, that I'm actually slowing down and strangely enough, taking my hands off of stuff and stuff's getting finished. <laughs> when you two- I literally take my hands off of it and it actually gets done. <laughs> I, I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. And And the other thing that's been so cool is like you two didn't have like, I mean, nobody has a smooth road fixing the relationship, but you two didn't have a smooth road lifetime, like life-wise while you were here, right? Everything from like, I don't remember if it was the storm or stuff, but to where the power was out to like the kid and the house and the, I'll just leave that. Catching COVID. Yeah. Catching COVID <laughs> Everything. To house fires. To... Yeah, it was a house fire our first week and COVID our, our last two. So yeah, <laughs> we, we were in for it. But... How how different was it for you two with all that life stuff going on, being able to show up to it as the amazing team that you two have turned into? It it was kind of awesome. I mean, we had our rocky bumps, and I I like don't regret those though, because they were like amazing stepping stones that we don't have to repeat. We don't we're like, okay, we did this, this didn't work, we're not doing that again. So yeah. And we were able to be guided through it and guided back. And it was just like awesome because <laughs> we're still here. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. What about for you, Chris, with working through through COVID and everything like that with you two side by side? What was the best part of that for you? Because that was fun. Uh, to, the best I mean, it was fun to watch you two have COVID, but it was fun to watch you two work together. <laughs> the best Adorable. part of it was was not feeling like I was doing it, have having to deal with it by myself. It was like for the first time ever, I actually felt like I had support. And it was literally because I was letting Lely be supportive. Instead of being like, no, 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 you know what? I'm, I'm not worth this. You're, you are, but n- not me. And that was one of the big changing factors in our relationship was me being like, you know what? I am worth this. I am worth effort. I am. I'm worth my own effort. Because when you don't put in your own effort, that's when stuff really starts sliding. When you don't have that value for yourself. 
it kind of, it just, it lets everything go. I think it was like week four and something clicked in him and he was like, damn it, I have value. And it was just amazing to see that, that transformation. And like, I kind of felt like I finally broke through that brick wall that I've been hitting on for years. Like, Hey, you can do this. You know, I don't have to just be the supportive helpmate now. It's like, now we can be each other's supportive helpmate. And it's made like the world a difference whenever he started valuing himself and, you know, Hey, it's okay. I think it was about week four that the wall finally broke and it was awesome. That's fantastic. And what were, so like when you two came in, right? What were a couple, so you found us, like you came in. How did you find us, by the way? I vented <laughs> on, on. Um, oh, I don't even know the name of the. Actually, this? that's actually a really good story, Josh. A while back, I got into it with a Facebook group, from a, a poly Facebook group, because... I had joined, I had joined our, uh, the, uh, open relationships, mm -hmm. the, the, the public group out of the box. Out, yeah. Out of the box. And, mm -hmm. um, I had actually, uh, joined y'all along with some other poly groups and whatnot and got into an argument with some of the other admins of the other poly groups because me and Lely share a Facebook. We did. Yeah. You know, we I remember this now. Yeah. And then I messaged you personally and I was like, Josh, I just got ejected from a poly group. I don't know if this is against y'all's rules or not. I apologize if it is, but I just, I wanted to let you know what was going on. And then me and you talked back and forth for a little bit and it was like, Hey, you know what? You're good. Just stay. And like, just catch a vibe. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I, then I read a lot of the stuff and it was really supportive. And then I told Lily, I was like, we, you know what? Check out some of this stuff. And, and we then, have gotten into an argument and he goes, you know what? Just vent on the poly group. Maybe you'll get some support. And I vented and like instantly within like 10 minutes, you were like, um, yeah. Lily, let's, let's have a private conversation about this. I could help. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I remember this. Yeah, because Chris, when you sent that, I was like, I, I remember I answered, I was like, well, we don't do personals here. So are you going to pretend to be one person? You were like, no. I was like, why would I care then? Like, just make it clear who's posting if you're posting from the same account. Like, yeah, I remember that. That was, that was, well, yeah. And then I started reading just some of the stuff that was coming through the group. And then I was like, Lelly, you know what? I was like, if you, me and Lelly were, really going at it and i was like you know what if you really need somebody to vent to about me i was like get on the poly group i was like tell them i'm a complete asshole <laughs> i was like i didn't say that though <laughs> for the record i didn't say that <laughs> but then like she vented and then y'all contacted her yeah. and then stuff started to change yeah that's awesome and what were some of those first changes that you noticed when you two started communication like, um, for me, it took a lot for me to open up and like start using the I sentences, but we kind of made a joke of it for when we did have the house fire, like, please be careful when you're changing that electrical cord. I don't want you to get shocked. Mm -hmm. And like, so that kind of, and so we made a joke out of it at first and then it was like, okay, well, yeah, I could do that. I did that. I'm going to keep doing that for me. And it, there was some backsliding, I'll admit, but now I even text with full sentences, so I'm proud of me. <laughs> Except you don't text. No, I, I text him while he's at work because he can't always get phone calls. So I don't text important stuff, though. Yeah, we, don't, we don't have heavy discussions and text message. <laughs> there we go. When we first chatted and we had like our first like one-on-one -on -one session, because you, you brought up that uh, things are still, still clear on the dresser, right? Yes. So you want to tell a little bit about that like experience? It was one of the baby steps that you had asked us to do. And it was like one of my big pet peeves is clutter. And one of his 
hobbies, it seems like, is like <laughs> filling any place that had clear off. And so it was just our dresser. And since the dresser, it's moved to the nightstand too. The nightstand's clear. And he's even organized and he's even like transitioned it to some of the other of the house. It was, it's been kind of a a pretty cool thing to see how it's just grown from baby steps to like giant steps now. And that's really like the premise of a lot of the things that, you know, we do with our clients, right. Is, you know, it's really hard to tackle things, this huge giant thing without recognizing that there's all these little pieces to getting there. And that was one of the things that I really enjoyed as far as watching the two of you is, you know, any little piece that we gave you, the two of you were like, let's do it. Let's implement it. Let's, let's, let's swip, take different, you know, approach, try something else and growing on that. Um, So I think it's awesome that even though it was something that was only supposed to be a two week thing, right? Like, Hey, check out the dress or whatever, that it's something that you're continuing to do and to grow on because you recognize it being such a, a, a powerful impact on Lele. Mm-hmm. And so with that, like, you know, where you guys are at now, right? Stuff's looking pretty good. And I'm curious, like, what are you two most excited about going forward with each other and your family and going forward from here? I'm just ready to get back to regular everyday life. Just little everyday life things I find absolutely thrilling. Mm-hmm. Like we had a puzzle day the other day and it was like we did four puzzles and just sat together not talking, doing puzzles and I love doing nothing with him. Like because mm-hmm. we're both just able to relax and just be in each other's presence. What about you, Chris? I would have to say what's most exciting about the way we're doing things now is the fact that I feel like I actually have more downtime to spend with the kids, with Lelly and and everyone else and everyone else. Like it's, it's just, it's, it's made life easier. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. Isn't it interesting how clearing all that time that we're wasting on stress or <laughs> stress and going back and forth over and over and over again on the same topics and arguing and wasting time. Isn't it amazing how much that clears up when that's, yeah. that's changed? Yeah. Right. That's awesome. So, I just, you know, if you, I had to ask you to, right. You know, you have people watching this and um, you know, maybe, maybe people who are in the same position too, as far as like, definitely there's some people watch this who are in the same position as far as like the arguing and being stuck on stuff and, and all that. Right. But I'm sure there's some people watching this too, that are in a situation where it's, you know, they've been in the relationship for a while and one person's been, you know, they're, they're both monogamous and one person discovered that they're not right. And just, just, whatever you want to put out there. I'm just curious, like what are the big takeaways? Like you'd like anybody kind of watching this understand you'd have for people who are listening who might be in the same shoes that you were in. Mine was all about perspective, quite honestly. And the journaling, because um, I think I said it on when we were leaving, but I journal every week celebrations at the beginning of the week, end of the week and the weekend, like what I'm, what we're celebrating either about each other or Like I have one with the kids and then I have one with me and Chris. And then I have like my brag book and I, I do two things in it every day. Like I'm grateful that he did this and he made my life easier by doing this every day. And it's like, okay, you know what? It could have been like the worst day. I could have put baking soda in my coffee or like something, you know, starting my day off horribly and ending horribly, but I find something good about us every day about it. And Mm -hmm. for me, it made the biggest difference was just being willing and wanting to change my perspective about the day. So Chris, what was the biggest thing that like you were like, that you've learned about you and Lely and your relationship? I would have to say the biggest thing that I learned was that when you don't value yourself. 
it ends up hurting and pulling the other partners you have in your life down. Even if you're trying to pull them, even if you're trying to put push them up, it still winds up hurting them just as much as it tears you up. Devaluing yourself, it, it never winds up causing, it never winds up being a positive thing. It's an awesome distinction. Awesome distinctions for both of you. Although, Lally, I have to say that baking soda comment was oddly specific and kind of made me wonder <laughs> what happened, what tragedy happened there. What tragedy happened with that coffee? What tragedy happened with the coffee. Um, so, oh, oh, one more thing I want to I want to make sure we hit. Um, I loved, loved, loved your two's tea set story so much. Um, I, I think we'd asked you and actually shared that a while back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, you know, me writing it obviously is not the same thing. I'd love to hear hear from your two's in just just how that kind of came about. Uh and what that kind of meant to you both, because that was awesome. Well, I love to paint. And that's like, I'm, I'm a very artistic type person. I love crafts. And he knows that. And in our local mall, there was Artsy Doodle. And you could paint your own ceramics. So we painted our own ceramics. And I got a cup, he got a cup. And we did the teacup together. And on the teacup, we have a heart on one side and our anniversary on the other. And I thought whenever we first did it that he put our actual anniversary on it. And turns out he put our day zero date on it. And that's our new anniversary because we're in a completely different relationship now. So it's it, it was like literally our anniversary from July 23rd. It's. It's where our lives began together, but where our relationship actually started was was day zero, February 7th. And just to to specify what day zero is, just because folks might be like, what's a day zero? When we work with our clients, you know, we, we talk about sort of having a new slate, right? And, and, you know, there's a lot more that goes into it than just saying, oh, it's now a clean slate, right? But the fact that you two recognize, like, we are going to, from this day forward, walk this path, this life, our relationship together, um, you know, and, and you meant it. Like, look at where you are now and how you're showing yeah. up together. And you chose to do that with, a, with having guidance and having support and having help. But you made that decision. You made that commitment to walk together and to do that going forward. And Cassie, can I add to that? Absolutely. And for me, for me personally, my day zero came at a cost of a lot of heartache and a lot of pain and dealing with my own personal problems that I wasn't ready to face at the point in time until I was like, you know what? I need to face this. This is, this is causing strife in our relationship. So it took me dealing with me so that I could show up in a much better way. And me accepting forgiveness and my own humanness in myself to get to the point of day zero. It's it's a big thing. It really, really is. Like Cassie said, like it, watching you two and, and watching you two work together as a team, right? And you two really did. You really chose at that point to move forward together, right? And even though it is always a journey, you know, whether it's one person, you're two people, however many people, you know, it, it depends. But while it is always a journey of, the way we grow our relationships is by growing ourselves. Like we said before, right? The way we transform relationships is you transform the people in it. There is still an aspect of teamwork to a relationship, right? And you two have just shown up amazingly, you know, whether it has been to the course, you know, to house fires, to COVID, to stuff with your kids, 
right everything and just you know uh, looking forward to, to watching you continue to do that right and you know it, it is it, so often right like people are in the spot where they've been stuck on so many things whether it's the non-monogamy in that building up right or it's the arguing or it's just having drifted apart after years or you know like you said like just being stuck in our own stuff right mm-hmm. and one thing that i've been um did I talk about this? I'm trying to think. I talked about this in momentum, but I don't think so. I, I talked about it um, actually with with some of our clients a day or two ago. I'm I'm, I'm writing something about this now. But um, you know, one thing that that you said that I think is really important. That's where my brain's at right now. Right? Is you know talking about how much more time it feels like you have, and you know, like one thing for all of us, right? Is like we want more time with our partners. We want more time with our families. And not only do we want more time but we want more time where we're present, mm-hmm. right? We want more time that is, feels good, that feels connected, that moves us closer together. And what stops that from happening, even when we have the time, and we all have some time, is all the other stuff that stands up and builds in the way, right? It's that arguing, it's that resentment, it's that worry, you know, like you two said, like looking at like divorce, right? And we've got four kids. Um, it's all those things that that stand in the way that keep us from getting to that point where we can really be truly present and connected with the people in our lives. And I just wanted to pull that out of this for people because I think that's, that's such an easy thing to overlook in what you said, but it's such an important thing is all of a sudden now that you two have started approaching things as a team and you've overcome a lot of those challenges, right? How much more present you're both able to be with each other and with your family during the time that you have. And that's precious. Absolutely. Right. That is a definite. And like I said, watching you take these changes, not just into each other, but with the kids and with work and all that stuff, that's been great. Like we we would all, we'd all watch your Facebook posts with like doing some of the exercise with the kids and stuff. And just like, it's awesome. That's (laughs) awesome. Way to, way to raise raise well-adjusted humans. It's fantastic. <laughs> Heck yeah. So, um, so I would, you know, I'd say to anybody watching this, like if you're in a spot where you are feeling stuck, right. And you are, you are like stuck in a loop or you're arguing or you're in a poly mono situation, which is rough. Lelly, I probably told you this on the first call, but don't ever let anybody tell you it's not a rough spot to be either person then. Right. Um, you know, you're getting to that point where like, you don't know how you're going to move forward. Like reach out, book a call. Let's chat. Let's see if we can help you to make some of the same changes, the same progress and have that day zero. Right. Cause really that, I think at the end of the day, like that's what it's about is getting to a spot where you can finally put the stuff that has happened in the past. Cause we all have it. Cassie and I have it. We all have it. Right. Put that behind you and move forward into a new future where you're operating on the same team. So I'll pop a link up for people, but just go to a touchflavor.com forward slash call book a call. Let's chat. Let's talk about what changes you can make. And for you too, like if there's anybody listening to this, who's like, "Mm, should I book a call? Should I not book a call? I don't know. What would you two say to them? Just curious. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Book the call. Absolutely. Life changing. So definitely worth doing. Yeah. Touchflare.com forward slash talk folks. Like I said, you two have been amazing and we're going to continue to see you because you're going to keep coming to momentum. And yes. you're going to keep growing. And we're going to keep watching your Facebook posts. We're here for you, too. You know that. Uh, we're here for y'all. <laughs> y'all ever need any any venting or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, yeah, thank you so much for coming on and, and chatting with us and letting other folks hear a little bit about your story and your family and all the growth. And it is such a joy seeing all the smiles that you've had today and talking about the two of you. So and that's one thing that I've, I've said about the two of you from the get go is, you know, you you had definitely an abundance of, of, of problems and challenges, but you you came in still with an abundance of love and really wanting to get to that place where you can enjoy that love that you have with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what it takes. Right. And you two are living proof that no matter what the challenges are, right. Whether Chris, it's having a bunch of personal stuff to work through, right. Whether it is, you know, being in a spot where you're arguing, whether it is having that poly motto, like golf between you and having problems overcoming that, right. Like whatever the case 
if you are committed enough, right? Like, you know, when you two were talking about, you said, you know, we were in the spot where we were talking about like divorce and like neither of us was fine with that because we care about our family. Like if you are committed enough, there is a path forward. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. There is. But that's what it takes because, you know, solving things that have been there for years, right? Solving, solving the poly model thing, solving arguments that have been going on for a long time, solving just those ways that we've learned to interact or even, you know, I, I heard you, Chris, talking about like some of the ways that you've just always grown up and been, right? Like that isn't easy. That takes a lot of commitment, right? It takes a lot of commitment to keeping your family. It takes a lot of commitment to building that connection back to getting to where you can put that stuff behind you, to making sure that you're having that connection and that time and to getting back on the same team. It takes a lot of commitment. But when you have the right commitment and the right guidance, it becomes possible even in situations that most people might look at and, and think is hopeless, right? But it takes both of those things. And, you know, it, that's why it's been so awesome to sh- watch you two show up committed, right? Because you know, and I'm sure I told you when we talked, like, are you committed? Because it is not going to be easy to fix these things, right? Like, it doesn't matter. We can't give you that commitment. But you two brought that and you've seen the changes. And it's been amazing to watch. And we're looking forward to seeing you two keep growing along the way. Absolutely. Thanks right. for showing up. All right, everybody. Like I said, touchplayer.com forward slash talk. Let's chat about how you can make some of these changes. We're happy to help you out. Thanks for listening to the Touch of Flavor podcast, where we're building relationships outside of the box. Got a question about kink, power exchange, or open relationships that you've been holding on to for years? This is the place to ask it. Submit your question at atouchofflavor.com slash ask, or leave us a voicemail at 833-ASK-TOF1.